0: i'm recording
1: we are off to the races which races i
0: don't know maybe a horse you want to go see a horse race i've never seen a horse race so that i think that sounds nice
1: yeah i haven't either
0: how many horses are generally Um, at a horse race is that like more than one generally speaking Um, that is how races work
1: yeah i don't know i mean maybe it's just like a motivator for one horse you think about that maybe maybe life is just a race you know and we're all just racing ourselves this is reconceived with ben and leonard i'm leonard
0: I'm still confused about this horse race metaphor.
1: Oh, it's not a metaphor. It It's just
0: fact. Oh, I guess I'm Ben then.
1: Okay, yeah. And, um... Welcome to our podcast that comes out. Uh, Ben, how you doing? It's been a while. How you doing? I... I I'm doing, uh... To be honest... I've been better, but I've been worse too. So uh, I'll take the victories where I can stand. Um, I got you. That's fair. It's it's been a while since we've done one of these, hasn't it?
0: It has been a decent while, as opposed to an indecent while. We don't let those out in public.
1: No, absolutely not. Um, I think we've seen each other twice since the last time we recorded, which is a bit abnormal.
0: Hmm. That is wow. That is. That is highly strange.
1: Yeah, it is cuz like for the first what, like 10 episodes we went the entire time not seeing each other. And then like we spent two whole weeks separate times hanging out and then dying because speech and debate tournaments are a killer. And do you know what else is a killer, Ben?
0: Hippos. Yes,
1: but do you know what else? Caffeine. Yeah, do you, do you know what else?
0: Diabetes. Cancer.
1: All right, we're get well, we were getting closer. I was trying to get to uh junk food in general. <laughs> um and I I feel like there there is no other food that really epitomizes junk food than the modern day marshmallow. Hmm. What Ben, what is your opinion on these soft fluffy boys?
0: I think this is a controversial opinion, and I will be shouted down from the rafters for voicing it aloud. Mm. But I think that the only use that marshmallows have is in a s'more. And also in cereal, but that's only when they're dehydrated and really small. Is that a controversial opinion? I, I feel th- like people like marshmallow fluff. I don't. Okay, well,
1: marshmallow fl- Okay. Okay. To be fair, I haven't tried marshmallow fluff since I was, like, six. Okay. But... It's one of those foods that I don't have to try anymore to know that it's like it's not gonna be fun to party down with. Hmm. But um, I I just want to hear like what your basic understanding of marshmallow, uh, of the marshmallow is, and like what culture it comes from, and you know ju- just what's what's your base knowledge, your your um, preconceived notions about the marshmallow.
0: I feel like I've heard somewhere that the the marshmallow comes from the Girl Scouts and they made it with honey. Yep. In like a swamp. Um the, <laughs> I don't that's all I the remember. The swampy Girl Scouts. <laughs> yep. Honey in a swamp and marshmallows because <laughs> what better time to invent new strange recipes in an unfamiliar place <laughs> than when you're surrounded by dirt, grime and foul-smelling odors.
1: Yes. That is the best time to make a new recipe.
0: So that's that's my understanding.
1: Uh, now, um, what what about the construction of the marshmallow itself? What what are your thoughts on the the process and its actual molecular sh- structure?
0: I think it has one, and what yeah. they do is that they they take sheep into airplanes <laughs> and they drop them through clouds, and what mm. happens as the sheep fall through the clouds is that the fluffiness of the cloud combines with the fluffiness of the sheep's wool Mm -hmm. to create a perfect trifecta. And notice I did in fact say trifecta because the other thing that they give these sheep to create this, like this soft spongy texture is they give the sheep, you would think honey, but in fact swamp grass because it takes the heritage and the history of the marshmallow to its furthest extent. They feed the sheep swamp grass, they drop them through clouds, and then the result is thousands of marshmallows that they collect in nets. Well,
1: you're not wrong, actually. I knew it. I knew there was a conspiracy. (laughs) No, you're completely wrong. Oh. Uh... (laughs) (laughs) You succeeded. Um... So, yeah, um, for the most part, most people, they they just see the marshmallow as like a a sugary, gelatinous mess, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's this it's this new it's this new kind of food that isn't really food. It it just exists and you can technically consume it, but you probably shouldn't.
0: Yeah, I think that's a fair assessment unless you really are in need of a s'more it's
1: like the taco bell of desserts Hmm. that's what the marshmallow really is to most people i think that's a fair assessment yes now now we get into the actual reconceiving part of this episode of reconceived um because we're first going to start with uh the name actually you were right about this part the name comes from the marshmallow plants. There is a plant that is actually called marshmallow. Oh. And as the name implies, it's a mallow that comes from the marshes. What is wet a places. mallow? A mallow is a type of plant. Like what? Is it like a bush? Is it like some grass? Is it like a flower? It is a plant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a herbaceous plant with hairy stems, pink or purple flowers. Um, And then if you look at the Marshmallow, you will see that um, once again, it looks flowery. It's like a beautiful flower, wonderful Marsh. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously that's incredibly different from the marshmallows we have today, but we will soon see the connection. Now, Ben, I know that you mentioned um, that you think the origins began with the Girl Scouts. So, with that in mind, when do you think marshmallows were invented?
0: I think they were invented either in like the 1910s or Mm -hmm. in the 1600s. Now, there weren't any Girl Scouts in the 1600s, but I think the Illuminati is powerful enough to construct any narrative they desire.
1: Yeah, that's uh, 100% true. Um, And it may actually be true with this, because marshmallows actually have their origins around the year 2000.
0: Whoa. I was way off.
1: Yeah. Actually, I should clarify. Um, It has its origins in the year 2000 BC with the
0: Egyptians. I was more off than I thought I was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. These guys are very old.
1: Um, And it didn't actually start out as a candy either. Marshmallows uh, were used as uh, medicine, and they were made to heal coughs, sore throats, and other wounds. Um, They would be made by boiling root pulp with honey until it thickened. Then it was strained and cooled and then served. So it wasn't cylindrical as we know it today. We'll see why that is now but it was actually more of a
0: i guess soup but it it's you said it thickened so it was probably kind of sticky and hard so it was probably closer to marshmallow fluff if anything
1: yeah so so the egyptians they were the original people who made uh jiff whipped um gotcha they could probably sue Um, But, you know, with that being said, this wasn't Jif whipped. It it wasn't just a common thing for Egyptians to just go around making it and putting on their toast. This, to have this marshmallow was an absolute honor. It was only made and given to rulers and things that were thought to be gods. That was it. Hmm. So that is actually where the marshmallow came from. Now, obviously, that's very far off from um, how we know the marshmallow today. And To understand how they're connected, we need to go about 3,800 years into the future where the marshmallow had made its way to France uh, during the mid-1800s and had become a more commonplace candy. Um, But it wasn't mass-produced and, you know, just shot out everywhere so that everyone could have s'mores. Um, It was still a very much local item. Um, Local candy stores would make the candy themselves and call it pâté de guimouva. I really messed that up. I got the vowels right, but I messed up the fluctuation. Pâté de guimouva. We'll go with that one. I don't speak French. Is that obvious? Not at all. Okay, great. So it was called pâté de gamuva, um, and that translates to dough from marshmallow, referring to the plant. So it's a very literal terminology. And despite, uh, unlike the marshmallows we have today, this marshmallow was actually made with dried marshmallow roots, which would be whipped and mixed with uh, sugar, water, and egg whites. That was it. So that's where they got their protein. Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. But if you notice, there's not many chemicals there yet.
0: It was sold as a bar. Once again, not cylindrical. Not hang. On, I'm just. I'm curious, real quick though. You say not yeah. many chemicals. Do you mean like there wasn't? It was very simple, and the recipe was easy to maintain. Yeah. The recipe. It was as. It was like a homemade. Candy bar, right? I got you. This
1: wasn't this wasn't processed and mass produced still, and in fact, the process was very labor intensive, um, and the marshmallows were still very much a local homemade item. So, even though it's more of a candy at this point, we haven't gotten to the artificial marshmallow that we know today. But that begins to change over the course of the next hundred years. French manufacturers started combining the egg white, or gelatin, with modified cornstarch. And that made it more chewy, but it also made it more easy to produce. So here is where we start getting those more artificial assets to the marshmallow. Then, in 1954, the process of extrusion was implemented, where the marshmallow stuff is shot out in ropes through a bunch of extrusion heads all in a row. This made the process much more automated and played a key role in making marshmallows what we know today.
0: So at this point, was it the same recipe as you just mentioned? Basically this French one, but with cornstarch instead?
1: Um, no. This has become a lot, um... So there are a lot more ingredients? A lot more artificial in nature. Uh, especially with that modified cornstarch, and then they started to replace the egg whites with gelatin as well. Okay. Uh, they started to play Calvin Ball with the homemade aspects of it. Um, and and um, the the extrusion pipes, which, by the way, I don't know about you, but I don't really want to have anything to do with any food that deals with extrusion. The word extrusion, not appealing.
0: So when, like, icing extrudes from a nozzle...
1: Yeah, that's just not a fun word. So, you don't like icing on your cookies? Icing on the cookie. Now, that is an interesting. I guess with sugar cookies, that's fairly commonplace. Right. When I think of a cookie, I think of like a. Yeah. I mean, I guess it is. But, like, there's better words for it. With marshmallows, the actual official, like, word used to describe these cylindrical machines is extrusion. And the process is extrusion. Now um, something that I forgot to mention is that um, how labor intensive the, the old process was because they would have to put in a lot of work mixing and uh, uh, whipping. All of these ingredients together they would you know do it by hand and they would do it every day and so it was not an easy process but as they were looking for ways to make it easier and you know better to mass produce that is where those false pieces of the marshmallow began to come into play so the all of this candies and then the want to mass produce said candies that is what led to the mass produced version of the marshmallow that we know today gotcha a couple
0: questions before we go ahead and move on yeah the need and desire to mass produce who are they mass producing for were they selling to candy shops were they selling to bakers where were they giving their products at, at this particular point in time right as they switched from not mass producing to mass producing who were they selling these to
1: well i think it's just sort of i think it's very reminiscent of just the 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 want for mass production at this time remember this is 1954 at this point and so um you know there there's a lot more need for mass production rather than just homemade locally owned and operated manufacturers if
0: something is good everybody should have it
1: yeah everyone needs to have it it needs to be on every grocery store Mm. it needs to be in every grocery store it needs to be on convenience store shelves it needs to be in the homes of you know thousands millions and so the 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 want and supply and demands of that time and the not necessarily caring whether or not it's uh quality the 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 value of quantity over quality in the in this time for food i think is what really made the production of marshmallows that much more artificial hmm. nowadays people have sort of started to realize that hey just because we can mass produce and can get all of the supplies out at extreme rates doesn't mean that we should or that it's healthy for us or the planet or the product itself like the whole idea of all organic products coming back into um popularity you know that that strive to be healthy and be more natural um that has affected a lot of the products that were popular back then that were being mass produced in this way but with the marshmallow, we you don't see organic marshmallows. It is still very much the artificial mass-produced production that was the result of that time.
0: So, are marshmallows inferior after they're mass-produced?
1: Um, I have never had a homemade marshmallow, but I can only imagine that a actual true marshmallow candy bar from, you know, just those simple recognizable, almost healthy, you know, obviously besides the sugar, but like, you know, it's, it's a good concoction. It's not a terrible thing to put in your body, especially compared to um, the one we have today. So at the very least, it's definitely a lot more healthy And I could only assume, as with most things, the homemade version would be infinitely better than
0: just the canned or bagged. Right, but since you've never had ones, what are the ingredients that go into an artificial marshmallow that make them inferior? Like, why would they be less healthy? Because even the homemade ones would still have a lot of sugar. Let me tell you the process
1: of mass-produced marshmallows today. Ooh, it's how it's made. Nice. Nice. Yeah! First, it starts with a mixture of water, sugar, and corn syrup, which is heated, very, very hot, cooled, mixed with rehydrated gelatin, cooled again, pumped with air, Uh, a reminder, all of this is through machines and automated. It's pumped with air, it's cooled again, it is shaped, it is covered in cornstarch, cut into the familiar cylindrical shapes that we know, um, as well as shot out through the extrusion pipes. And then finally, it is put into more cornstarch to create the marshmallow skin on the outside. So nowadays, it's, there, there is no marshmallow in a marshmallow anymore, hmm. unsurprisingly. It is all sugar, corn syrup, more cornstarch, even more cornstarch, Rehydrated gelatin, temperature—it's—it's it's alchemy at this point. So, obviously, that is not extremely healthy
0: or good to put in your body. Of course not. Or, very appetizing. Wait, why is that but, not appetizing? I mean, um, because I like s'mores a lot, and there are people who will just eat marshmallows straight. So why s'mores is, are very good. Why is the mass-produced version like not appetizing, or at least? I don't think I, – I don't g- have the same assumption that just because something is mass-produced inherently means it's worse. I think it could actually have been the improvement of marshmallows. There may have been a reason that they changed the recipe, and that's probably because marshmallow itself doesn't taste all that great. I- I'd be willing to bet that. Now, it may actually taste spectacular, but statistically speaking, that seems unlikely.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, something to – remember here the main reason that they changed uh the recipe for marshmallows was so that it could be mass produced um and so it had nothing to do with it being tastier right but we don't have the same Um, limitations
0: that they had back then we can grow a lot of marshmallow if we need to and the fact that that hasn't happened doesn't mean that it's like inferior because you know it could just be that no one's thought of it but it does make you wonder whether or not it actually was better in the past
1: Definitely, but with that being said, I would actually argue that just simply because of the lack of knowledge about the history of marshmallows, that is why marshmallows are still only known for their artificial mass-produced version. Hmm. Um, obviously, the marshmallow as it was originally made, even regardless of whether it was uh, tastier or not, it was not an easy thing to make. It was very or different. to, yeah, it was it was very labor intensive. It was a act of love really. And you know, it was only made if your local candy shop decided that it wanted to make it. However, after it was mass produced and made into this very easy to buy, easy to make, easy to consume nature, after it had had that transformation, the The general populace was given so much more information and exposure to it to the point where most people only knew it for that mass-produced
0: version. Um, I think that's good, though. It, yeah. I, I think it's better that we have some version of Marshmallow than no version because if you can't mass-produce the authentic, handmade, labor-intensive, difficult version... That means that no one will ever experience anything a marshmallow is like, whereas now at least more people have the opportunity. And maybe it's not as good, but at least it's there. Yeah, definitely.
1: So I, you know, I, I definitely agree with you there. And at the same time, I just want I just want people to know that even if you don't like marshmallows now that, you know, there's still hope for the little guys that I got you. there there may be a version that you haven't tried that's closer to what it originally was that you may actually like so
0: it would be nice to have options
1: yeah it it definitely is no longer the homemade special wholesome treat that it was but it is filled with a surprising rich and fascinating history along with its empty calories you know (laughs) It started as a medicine for gods like that's a really cool fact and now that even though i'm glad that that mass-produced version is there the fact that it's primarily only used for s'mores on campouts i feel like is a shame and that people should Mm. find out more and try to actually make homemade 1800s marshmallows
0: have you tried to make marshmallows
1: I have not yet, but it is on my list of things to do. Well, let me know how it goes when you do try it out. Uh, I will. You know what? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I just had a great idea. What? We're going to be seeing each other again in June. I can make homemade marshmallows. Bring them to you. See how you like them. Let's do it. Alright. First, I got to find a, uh, a recipe for marshmallows online. That isn't just, you know, step one, go to store. Step two, buy Marsh.
0: Step three, buy (laughs) Mellow. Step four, add a hyphen. (laughs) Draw a line. Sharpie is preferable.
1: Yes. Step five, consume. This is Marshmallows. Reconceive.